Welcome, everybody, to Funeral Nation, episode 229. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. I am Ryan Thogmartin, and we have a special guest for you today, a repeat guest. Uh, Jeff, who's our guest? Our guest is none other than Leslie Witter. We are not in Washington right now. We are not. We are both on location. We're on location in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina for the NFDA Leadership Conference. And she happened to be here at the same time. And we thought it'd be a good thing to follow up on some things that are going on with the EPA that have to do with formaldehyde and our business. And Leslie is the one who has the sword out in front with the horse leading the charge. So you want to share with us what's going on? We may be the largest insurance assignment company in the funeral profession, but that doesn't mean we've lost touch with our roots. Here in Rainbow City, Alabama, our priorities still come down to a welcoming smile and a handshake that says we keep our promises. With all the tools and technologies that assure blazing fast turnaround, what really matters is much more old school. Personal responsibility, integrity, relationships, and the pride that comes from hearing yet another client say, you came through for us when it mattered. CNJ eliminates the challenges that funeral homes have in processing insurance death claims. If cash flow is vital to your business, welcome home. Thank you so much, Jeff. I left my suit of armor in the in the hotel room because it's very hot in Charleston. But um, yeah, so we're having a great meeting here in Charleston at Leadership. And actually the NFJ board has been here for a few days extra. Um, we've got some issues we're working on and we decided to chat with you guys. It's always super fun to be back on your show. Thanks for the invitation. So the EPA is looking at formaldehyde and it's doing what's called a risk assessment. So the EPA is looking at formaldehyde and it's studying the risk of formaldehyde exposure. Now, this is not specific to funeral service. The EPA is looking at it in a very broad scope. They are looking at um, manufacturers, distributors, any, um, even how you get rid of products with formaldehyde. And their intent is to look at formaldehyde and the health risks to humans, but also to the environment at large. So this is a huge, huge undertaking that the EPA is going on, going on with now. She said undertaking, did you hear that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> so um, the EPA is looking at the risk of formaldehyde exposure to all these different areas. And one of the areas that we're going to be looking at is embalming and the risk of exposure to embalmers. But this is where it gets scary. They're also looking at the risk to anybody else. They're called non-users. So if you start thinking about your funeral home, there are other people in the funeral home. So part of the risk assessment is, will the embalmer, are they at any risk? But also, what about the other people? How far is your receptionist desk from the prep room? Do you use the same ventilation system? Are, are the other funeral directors or salespeople, are they possibly being impacted? What about people who come visit the funeral home or what about families who live above the funeral home? So this is a huge, huge risk assessment that has the potential to fundamentally change funeral service. 
interesting um, knowing as a funeral home owner in the past, uh, the embalming room is a sacred place. It typically, uh, it, they actually require ventilation on their own. There's all sorts of rules and regulations. So from a confident, confidence, I think that we would be in good shape with that study. I'll tell you there's very few, uh, anyone allowed in the embalming room except for the embalmers themselves. Maybe some kind of dressing, et cetera, uh, as other personnel. But that's a sacred place. And so I believe from our standpoint there, at least that's a good place um, for us or position to be in. However, one of the issues I do have that I'm concerned about is like our friends up in the Northeast that they can't have winter burials. They're required by state law to embalm a body and keep it until the spring thaw, right? Where they can go out and actually uh, bury the, the bodies and the families there. So it's going to be an interesting take on where this goes because it may be that hopefully funeral homes could be exempted. But if you're looking at the manufacturer and they shut that down, doesn't matter, does it? It's funny you ask about being exempted. Um, so back in 2019, the EPA put out a scope document and they said, hey, we're going to look at this chemical. How should we do it? What should we do? And NFDA responded with comments and we said, well, we think funeral service should be exempted. And we gave a list of reasons. Funeral directors know how to use formaldehyde. We know safety. We're yeah. regulated by OSHA. And we also made the point that it is the one thing that universally um, embalmers prefer to use formaldehyde products. And we explained about preservation and, and all that information. And you know what the EPA said? Thanks for your thoughts. You're not exempted. And the sad thing was, nobody got exempted. So the EPA's logic was, you might tell us it's a safe chemical. You might tell us you're protected. But until we have data that proves that, why would we believe you? I got you. So the good old you're guilty until uh, you prove yourself innocent. Yeah. Good job with the government. We're here to help you. But it's been interesting. Wow. And there's lots of folks down here for this leadership conference. We have the Funeral Service Foundation here as well. Yeah. So you have the boards and the foundations. You know, certainly my uh, my heart's with them when we have Hunter's uh, Memorial uh, Scholarship that's here. But it's, it's been a wonderful conversation. And one of the things I'm most excited about being here in Charleston is that, look, we're not wearing masks. Um, we're able to see each other in person, which we haven't done in a long time, a lot of these folks yeah. together. And so everybody's actually starting to get quite excited about Nashville, but we're nervous because we don't know what the city of Nashville is going to figure out doing at that point. Right. Right? We are fully fascinated. We're on the record. <laughs> and we, we all have our masks. So, you know, NAJ sent out guidance and said we follow the CDC and the, the local regulations. But um, funeral directors were one of the first groups to get vaccination. So um, we're, we've all been here having a really good time and we're looking forward to Nashville. We're looking forward to getting back together with everyone. Um, I think what I've missed most in the two years is all the hugs. You know, you can't meet yeah. a funeral director and a hug. So we have been hugged by so many people. It's been fantastic. And you know, we've had, we have a lot of fun and some great meetings, and, but we've had some really in-depth, serious conversations too. And the formaldehyde conversation is right up there. Like it's our job to let everybody know 
what's on the horizon and what we're doing to kind of help the profession there with that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, big conversation. And I know I've had a lot of sidebar conversations. So if I was not on vacation at the beach, I would definitely be with you two right now in, in Charleston. But um, Leslie, thank you for spearheading uh, for the profession and doing everything that you can through NFDA to protect funeral homes and make sure that the funeral home and, and the profession's best interests are at, at, at the forefront uh, in Washington. So um, that is that is huge. There's a lot that you do uh, behind the scenes that that is never seen and goes uh, unnoticed by the entire profession. So so thank you for what you're doing and, and what NFDA is is doing and has done. Um, you know, amplified over the last the last year. Thanks so much. All right, Charles, you're actually south of us down in Hilton Head. We could oh. meet halfway. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can see he's dressed. We're we're dressed Charleston style. We're we're you know, we kind of got it going on today. But anyway, well, I haven't had a shirt on in like nine days. I just put this shirt on for this 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 Zoom. Oh, so oh, I'm sorry about that. I hear you. Uh, I'm actually wearing shoes down here, so it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and I have to tell you, there's this here in Charleston is hotter than Phoenix. Yes, it is. Uh, I took my daughter golfing uh, yesterday, and she said, Dad, I'm sorry, I'll never complain about golfing in 114 degrees ever again. This is miserable. There is places that you sweat from you didn't even know existed. <laughs> it brings it out. But anyway, on that, that note, is right. but yes. thanks for uh, taking some time with us and Leslie, before we go, the NFJ board has decided to do a study on formaldehyde exposure. And so what we're looking for is volunteers. We're looking for funeral homes to let us go in. We're not debating whether formaldehyde is bad, whether it's a human parasite, we're not getting into that. We just want access to some um, prep rooms so that we can monitor exposure levels. So if you go to the NFDA website and type in formaldehyde or advocacy formaldehyde, you could actually volunteer and help us to get real data. Because if there is a health and safety issue, we want data to bring to the to the EPA so that we can so we can advocate on behalf of funeral service. So mm. anyone who wants to volunteer, you don't have to be an NFDA member. Just go on our website, put your info in. There's a Q&A there. We'll give you lots of information about who will be there, what they'll be doing. And it's completely, um, your, your name, state, nothing like that would ever be shared. It's just so that we can get cumulative data and then we can decide what next to do with EPA and what we should do for the profession. And see, I think that's really wonderful. Important. Thank you for taking time to do that because, hey, folks, think about how our business and lives would change without formaldehyde. So if you think this is something that is near and dear to us in our business and necessary, then maybe you need to sign on to help prove that we're doing it the right way. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we need data. We need real data. The studies that the EPA are going to use are from the 1980s. They don't even represent real life today data. So we, we've designed this study so that we can go back with some actual facts and figures and, you know, take care of our members and our bombers and make sure that we are doing what's right for the profession. There we have yeah. it. Well, Leslie, yeah. um, I'm going to take a horse and carriage ride on a tour here. 
this afternoon. Well, that's pretty fancy. I've probably got some more meetings to go to. So. Oh, well, you know, if you don't know the history, you can't serve the country the way you need to. <laughs> Ryan, you get back out to the beach, and uh, we'll be set for next week and run another Funeral okay. Nation show. All right. Thanks. Take care Bye. of you all. Until next Take time. Thanks so much. Week.